150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 7. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year, I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list from January to October. Twice a month, I count down from 50 to number 31. Then throughout the month of November, which about 11 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number 1. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was episode 8, today is 7, tomorrow will be 6. On to the end of the month when we reach country number 1, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based upon the persecution that they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So there's a little background for all of the new people that have come to the podcast. We've had a lot of new subscribers on YouTube and new members on the fifth on the fifth seal page on Facebook, excuse me. And so welcome to all of those who are newcomers to this podcast. Just wanted to give you a little background on that. All that being said, it is Wednesday, November 24th. And this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. On November 13th, 16 Christian pastors in India were falsely accused of disturbing the peace. The false accusation was made against the pastors after they went to a local government office to represent a pastor who was attacked by a mob of radical Hindu nationalists. On November 7th, Pastor Chandrakanth and his congregation were attacked by a mob of 40 radical Hindu nationalists as they gathered for worship in India's Karnataka state. The mob forced their way into the worship hall, but members of the congregation formed a human barrier between Pastor Chandrakanth and the radicals. Quote, the congregation stood before me as a human fence, unquote, Pastor Chandrakanth told International Christian Concern. Otherwise they would have, ki- quote, otherwise they would have killed me. The radicals want to wipe out Christianity from this area, and they think it's easy under the BJP government, presently ruling the state, unquote. After an hour, police arrived on the scene and took control of the situation. Police, however, filed a case against Pastor Chandrakanth for disturbing the peace. Pastor Chandrakanth was told to appear before the local magistrate on November 13th. On the day of the hearing, 16 pastors went to the local magistrate's office for peace talks on behalf of the Christian community and Pastor Chandrakanth. When they arrived at the local administration office, however, however, these 16 pastors were also accused of disturbing the peace. In recent weeks, attacks on Christians and their places of worship in Karnataka have dramatically increased. This increase in persecution comes as the BJP-led government of Karnataka publicly lobbies for the enactment of an anti-conversion law using false anti-Christian narratives. For many radicals operating in Karnataka, they act as if the anti-conversion law already exists. So, again, we see that not only are brothers and sisters in India dealing with Hindu, I would call them fundamentalist Hindus, they follow after the fundamentals of the faith, but 
they call them radicals, extremists, and so on. Not only do they deal with these Hindu fundamentalists, but they also are competing against the government, which is working against them in their desire to worship freely, and the government is pushing back on the, the ability to do so, which is legal in India right now, but obviously we're seeing more and more of a push. So pray for Pastor Chandrakant and his congregation and all of our brothers and sisters in India. That brings us to our world watch list country for this week, which is number seven, Yemen. So some facts about Yemen. The region is the Middle East. The persecution type is clan oppression. The main religion is Islam. The persecution level is extreme. The population of Yemen is 30,245,000, of which only an unspecified amount, probably a few thousand, are Christians. The government is transitional, and the leader is President Abdraba Mansour Hadi. So what does persecution look like in Yemen? What is, what is life like for Christians there? Christians in Yemen usually keep their faith secret, because if they are discovered, then they could face the death penalty. Leaving Islam is forbidden, and all Yemenis are considered Muslims by the state. It is not just the authorities who persecute Christians. Islamic militant groups threaten Christians from Muslim backgrounds with death, and tribes may kill or banish anyone converting to Christianity. The ongoing war, humanitarian crisis, and COVID-19 pandemic in Yemen are impacting all citizens, but Christians are additionally vulnerable because emergency relief is mostly, mostly distributed through organizations that use local Islamic leaders and local mosques to give aid. These are believed to discriminate against anybody who is not considered to be a devout Muslim. There are accounts of Yemeni Christians being refused treatment at under-resourced hospitals. Persecution remains extreme in almost all areas of life in Yemen. There are relatively few reports of violence against Christians, though this has worsened slightly in the past year. However, it is nearly impossible to research and verify violent attacks because of the ongoing war, the secrecy Christians must maintain, and the challenge of communication with underground believers. It is very likely that there is more violence that goes unreported. Christians from a Muslim background are most vulnerable to persecution, and those, who, those now make up most of the Christian population of Yemen. Since the ongoing war has led many expatriate, led many expatriate, that's a, that sentence doesn't work it, work, it, yeah, I can't even talk. Since the ongoing war has led many expatriate and migrant Christians to leave the country. There we go. The south of the country, where there is a strong Al-Qaeda presence, is particularly dangerous. Ways we can pray for Yemen. Pray for the Yemeni, Yemeni people after a year in which the war continues alongside floods, locusts, and COVID-19. Pray that peace will come to the country and that people can start rebuilding their lives. Pray for secret believers and secret house churches, that they would have wisdom and discernment as they support believers. Pray for those taking great risks to provide seekers and new believers with discipleship support. Pray for safety as they travel through conflict areas and that God will use them to raise up new and gifted leaders in every part of the country. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time we have to come together to join our voices together to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we do thank you that you have provided through through men this amazing technology of the internet, the social media platforms that we 
right now still have the freedom to use to come together across vast distances and even across the span of time. As many people will either watch these videos later or download the podcast to put in their earbuds and, and listen as they go, but yet still joining their voices with ours as we lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith. Lord, we lift up Pastor uh, Chandra Kant and his con- congregation. We pray for all of the, the Christians there in the Karnataka state and across India that you would, uh, would strengthen their faith, Lord, continue to grow them and mature them in their faith, that their faith, w- faith would be strong even in the face of persecution, Lord, that they would continue to be willing to proclaim the gospel even as these anti-conversion laws are being forced against them. We pray that, that your word would go forth and that you would be glorified in it and through their witness that you would draw others to a place of repentance and faith. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Yemen, Lord. We just pray for the whole country that over this last year with COVID and the different uh, issues that they're having, floods and locusts and then a, an ongoing war there, Lord, that you would be with the Christian people, that their their witness would be seen, that the gospel would be proclaimed, even under under penalty of death, Lord, that they would recognize the the need of all people to hear your gospel, to repent of their sin, to turn to you, and that they would, would proclaim that that gospel to they would evangelize their communities and that in that, Lord, that you would use that witness to draw people to yourself, that you would be glorified. We pray for those who Believers who are, are hiding away in secret, that you would provide ways for them to fellowship together, to let iron sharpen iron, that they can grow in their faith, Lord, through uh, people who can disciple them and walk with them, Lord. We pray. I pray that you would uh, provide places for them to gather together as saints and worship you in those places, Lord. And ultimately, we pray that, uh, God, again, that you would protect those who are working in these areas to try to bring discipleship, to try to bring mentorship, to try to bring leadership to these hidden churches and these secret, secretive Christians, Lord, that you would uh, give them wisdom as they step into these areas and teach and preach and protect them, Lord. But again, let your word go forth boldly, your gospel go forth boldly, and draw even those who would persecute them to repentance and faith in you, Lord. And we thank you again. We pray that in all these things you'll be glorified because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Once again, thank you guys for taking the time out to join me uh, 10 to 15 minutes a day to just hear a little bit about what's going on around the world for our Christian brothers and sisters and pray for them, to lift them up, that God would uh, protect them, that God would be with them, that he would be encourage them to proclaim the gospel, and that he would be glorified in that. If you know anybody who would be willing to join, you can invite them to the Fifth Seal page on Facebook, where they can get all the stuff that uh, of this podcast and the information of the World Watch List, or send them over to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube. You can subscribe, hit the notification, get all the stuff that I, all the content that I release over there. Or if they don't have time for a video, they can go to Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere where they get their audio podcasts. Just search for the Fifth Seal. They can find us over there, and they can 
download it, put it in their earbuds, take us with them as they pray, as we pray and they pray with us for our brothers and sisters around the world. So once again, thank you all very much. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.